Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, I want to talk about the common and uncommon symptoms and sensations that we can have with anxiety. I get a lot of email that I realized that people are not quite sure about what could be anxiety, what couldn't be anxiety. A lot of questions and concerns about the symptoms and sensations. So I thought we'd just do a little bit of a chat here on common and uncommon symptoms and sensations. Now, just as a reference, I do have some other episodes that might be interesting to you along these lines, and that would be episode 651, which is what's with the lump in my throat. That is a very common question. And episode 594, I have six tips for dizzy, unbalanced, and lightheaded anxiety symptoms. So you know, if you have some concerns about the lump in the throat or that lightheaded, unbalanced or dizzy feeling, you could check out episode 651 or episode 594. So I actually have an article that I will link in the show notes that was written by Micah Abraham. And I want to give him credit for this article, but it had some great points that I thought I'd share with you. And I'm going to quote here from his article. He says, most people are familiar with the idea behind anxiety, fear, worry, concern. So they view anxiety through that mental lens. Viewing it this way is not incorrect. Anxiety is a mental health problem and anxiety originates in the mind. However, Anxiety has many physical symptoms as well, and some of the physical symptoms can be profound. In addition, it's possible to experience physical anxiety symptoms even when no fear or worried thoughts are present. Anxiety is a complicated disorder and one that may cause physical symptoms that may mimic other disorders and diseases. Now, yes, right on. He just said it so well. I wanted to share that piece with you because it is so true that you can have the physical anxiety symptoms when you are not in fear or worried, when you are not thinking worried thoughts or ruminating or whatever. And I get this question a lot. People want to know, well, I I was fine. There was nothing going on. I wasn't thinking anything in particular or stressful or bad. And the truth is that is not 
what always precipitates this anxiety or panic. This is a buildup in our system. And so it is very possible to have physical anxiety symptoms without the thoughts. And the other thing he said here, yes, that I thought was so important was that the physical symptoms may mimic other disorders and diseases. And this happens so much. The common one is showing up at the ER or calling the ambulance because of heart distress, thinking you're having a heart attack and showing up at the ER, getting totally checked out and having them tell you, I'm sorry, you are having an anxiety attack. You are having a panic attack. Your heart is fine. And they're sorry to them because many people are looking for a physical reason. It's almost easier to take, right? Tell me something's wrong with my heart. We can fix that. But what do you mean this originated with my thinking? So just know this mind of ours can do all kinds of things. Anxiety is um, something that we uh, add to our already heavy stress load, and we can get lots of physical symptoms from all of that stress. And in some cases, it's not a big deal, right? Some people just sweat. Some people have maybe some stomach discomfort, although other people, like I said, can be so severe and so distressed physically that they end up in the hospital to be checked out. So all of us experience our symptoms differently, and the symptoms and sensations may vary depending on how severe they are and what kind of symptom it is and what your general health is. And on top of all of that, do you have health anxiety? Are you already stressed out about physical symptoms and sensations so that anything that blows across your body is is something that alarms you? Have you tried One Skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you.
So again, because we are all different, we have different health, we have different bodies, we are nutritionally different, we have different reactions, we have different ways of viewing what is happening to us. And that plays into whether we get more or less anxious about what's happening. One person may experience anxiety of the exact same severity as another person, but it shows up in completely different ways. So let's start off here with the common anxiety physical symptoms. Everybody can experience these, and you've probably all experienced them in some form or another. But it is, again, possible to have anxiety without these kind of physical symptoms. But generally, if you have anxiety, you may have experienced some of the following. Now, I want to let you know, I have had clients who have had no physical anxiety or panic symptoms. Like they didn't have, you know, a panic where their heart was beating. They really contained this in their thinking. So, It is possible to have anxiety and to not have any of these that we are going to talk about today, but I get a lot of mail and I get a lot of questions and I want to be sure to let you know the following are some of the common anxiety, physical symptoms and sensations. We'll start there with the heart like we were talking about. You can have the heart palpitations, your pounding heart. You can feel like it's skipping beats. There's a lot of feelings that we can get anywhere in our chest there. That was my experience. Anything around the center of my chest, I was sure I was having a heart attack. Now, that was like 40 plus years ago, and I still have the same heart, and it's just fine. So I got to say, it's just the way it is. It centers right there in our heart, in the center of the chest, and the mind goes to the heart. Another thing that's really common is the sweating And I've had many clients, professionals, as a matter of fact, that have had to take extra shirts to work to change so that they didn't have to feel embarrassed about their excessive sweating. It just happens. You can have shaking, right? You can have that nervous physical trembling. Your breath can change. Mostly it would be the shortness of breath, breathing in the upper third of the lungs instead of those relaxed belly breaths. You could have the choking sensation, the lump in the throat, like I said earlier, difficulty swallowing because where you're centering it is right there in the throat is where your sensation is going. Many people have gut problems. And again, our gut does shut down when we get nervous, upset, anxious. So people, you know, they have the feeling of nausea. Other people have dizziness or lightheadedness. Like I said, there's a show for that too. Cold, you can feel extra cold, or you can be having a hot flash. When I was younger and had my anxiety, I would feel so cold. Like if I was in a meeting, I would almost feel like I wanted to shiver. I was so cold. Nobody else in the room was cold, but I felt very cold. On the other hand, many people feel very hot. Again, they perspire or their face flushes and they they feel very hot. So some of these are more common than others, but these are like the core. This is like where a lot of people feel their anxiety physically. Now I want to 
go move a little bit over to some of the more uncommon symptoms and even some rare ones because people ask. And so some of these, although they are less common, they are still symptoms of anxiety and some of them are kind of rare. But if you have panic attacks or you have PTSD, you may be more likely to have your breathing really shift into hyperventilation. And hyperventilation in and of itself can cause a lot of extra stress on the body and start to have some other physical symptoms. Again, chest pains. You can actually have chest pain. And that's what I was experiencing. Of course, I also had the heart palpitations and the pounding heart and the skip beats, but I would have pain in my chest. And so that's why I thought I was having a heart attack. And another uncommon one is the tingling or weakness in your extremities. I've had some people say that they feel like both of their arms fall asleep. They tingle so much. Many people talk about the bloating and the gas, but it's way less common than those earlier symptoms and sensations that I listed. So bloating gas that comes up when you are nervous. Finger cramping, your hands get really cramped up. Leg cramping, I've also had people experience with their anxiety. Another one that I had that I'm so I was surprised to see it listed as uncommon because some of my un, I had some uncommon ones I suppose was the yawning. I had the yawning. I felt like it was the only way I could get enough air in. Maybe some of you have experienced this. I know that you have because I'm reading your email, but I want you to know, yes, it is a symptom of anxiety. And a lot of that can come from hyperventilation. And it's they're not rare, but they're not as common as some of the other ones that we talked about, like the sweating and the more trembling type of feeling. And stress just changes our body in these really unusual ways. And some are not even so much physical in our body, but kind of a feeling in the inner side of our body. And that would be depersonalization. That is more of a feeling as though you are not in your body, you're kind of outside your body. So it's like a full body thing that's happening. But depersonalization is an uncommon symptom of anxiety. So are things such as getting skin rashes or the sudden itching, headaches. Headaches are included here, but they are not as common as you might think. The need to use the bathroom, both for urination and for relieving yourself, because the gut shuts down, you may either start to experience constipation or you may have to run to the bathroom much more often and find yourself needing to go to the bathroom a lot more when you are nervous. So it can go either way because the gut is shutting down and also urination. So, you know, the bathroom can be visited more often, but it isn't quite as common as some of the other ones. Vision issues, people have had their vision change, or eye pain, again, straining. Again, you can feel the stress of that, the stress of eyes. Vertigo is another one, another one that I had too. So, 
where you you have to like sit or lay down because everything is spinning. And again, this can be due to your stress levels, due to your anxiety. And so one of the interesting things with anxiety is that we just never really know how much stress is too much for us, right? We don't have a test for that. We can't go get blood work. We can't fill out a form that answers a number of questions that tells us how much stress is too much for us before we start to affect our bodies, our hormones, and how our symptoms and sensations will pop up. It's not possible for us to know how much stress is too much. But what you can do is become in tune with your own body so that the symptoms and sensations that you are feeling, you can begin to relate them to how much stress you are under. And you want to be able to be objective. And the experience may be no different to someone else without anxiety, but subjectively, it can feel much worse because your mind, you who are anxious, notice each and every sensation in your body. So objectively, this sensation is not one that would be a worry to most people, but subjectively for you who is highly strung, is with, with anxiety, it feels very big and you feel every single sensation that moves across your body. So I want you to be able to get past this. So remember to do the basics, right? For all of these common and uncommon symptoms and sensations, you start the most important place to start always is with your breathing. You can breathe yourself into a stressful feeling and you can breathe yourself out of it. So I like you to be able to think about your breath. Remember, I'm talking about the Buddha belly, the lower breath. If you put your hand on your navel and you breathe in, that should be where the breath goes down to, where that should move, not just this upper third of your lungs. That's shallow breathing, and that will just cause you to have more symptoms and sensations. So try to remember to breathe more lightly. Also, you don't need to take big gulping breaths. You want it to go lower into your belly, but you want it to be a little bit lighter in action and you want it to be longer on the exhale. I can't stress that enough. That is where all of it happens, that you can send the signal to your parasympathetic nervous system that all is well. Remember to exhale longer. And I want you to also exercise. That's a big one. A lot of people ignore it. Or again, it's one of those things where we think because we know it, we've done it. And it isn't true. You're going to have to get out there and do some exercise because a lot of anxiety comes from inactivity. Anxiety needs action, whether it be solving a problem or moving your body. And exercise can help you to release the endorphins. It tires out your muscles and it will really reduce your anxiety experience. And the last thing I will leave you with is to try to avoid undue stress. I know that is easier said than done, but there are things that we can avoid. So please don't watch shows 
that are frightening. Don't watch shows that will set your imagination off into uh, scary places. This all is stored in our minds. And then you wonder why you wake up in the middle of the night in a panic. Stay away from those until you can watch them again someday. And don't listen to stressful music. Don't bring yourself down. Depressing music or overly aggressive music, watch these things because they do affect you. And I want you to be aware of your surroundings and including the people that you are with. Eliminate the stresses in the places that you can, because so much of life we can't control. So I want you to grab onto the things that you can control, and it may not stop everything and that you feel wonderful tomorrow, but it is a step in the right direction of reducing your stress levels and your symptoms and sensations will start to lessen. I hope this has been helpful for you, and I look forward to being back with you in a few more days. And now for today's quote. Present fears are less than horrible imaginings. And that's from William Shakespeare. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.